Welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Game of Thrones on HBO. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And we just got done watching Season 7, Episode 7, also known as the finale, called The Dragon and the Wolf. What'd you think? Uh, I I thought it was great. I thought it did exactly what it needed to do to get people pumped for next next season if I'm representative of people. Okay, I mean you are I, one of people. I, I know, certainly. right? What do you? Well, so let's 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 uh, get well, a bigger we, sample size. Sample right. size of two here. We have people in this room. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm with you, man. It was awesome. Uh, I I have very very small gripes compared to like the stuff we've done in the past, but this one, like, I, I felt like every time they went for something, it worked. Yeah, yeah. And what really made it work for me? There's a couple. There's a couple because there was there was one scene. This is 90 minutes. I didn't take notes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there was this one scene. I remember thinking, "This is real dumb, real dumb." But it was, and I and I, I can't was remember it with, what it was. Was it with Tyrion going, "You're pregnant"? No, it wasn't Because here's the thing: the reason this worked for me is I don't know if you've had the misfortune of like dealing with a sociopath, like in a position of power that has things they can take away from you, like if they're your boss or a lover or a relative or someone like any, like like hmm. uh, someone that you just can't be like whatever, dude, and walk away from. Like mm-hmm. you need something from them, and how how fucking insane they are, mm-hmm. like. That they really sold me with that with Cersei that that yeah. she's just a fucking piece <laughs> of work, man. She is, and yeah. I kind of feel like that maybe John and Danny and even Tyrion thought that maybe there was enough of Tywin to like 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 pragmatism, but I don't, mm-hmm. I and I don't know like what Tywin would do. I kind of feel like that Tywin would do something similar, like yeah, let those fuckers fight it over, and we'll you know we've got better odds. With this fight than we do, you know, because cause, cause her calculus is just power. Uh-huh. Like, if she yeah. is not in power, nothing else matters. Yeah. It's like, de- like, 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 I, I it, it fucking stressed me out seeing what uh, the, these characters deal with this narcissistic <laughs> psychopath. And that yeah. feel felt very fucking real. Like I said, if, if you don't uh-huh. get that because you've never experienced it, then. Thank, thank your good fortune, but man, it it really felt real for the first time in a long time. The Cersei's just a nut job. Yeah, and it's exactly as we expected, right? I mean, yeah. everybody said what a dumb plan this was because, and not because a it's hard to get the white and all that crap, and who knows if it'll work. But all, all you true, just yep. can't convince Cersei, and now they've got the problem of thinking they have accomplished their mission, mm-hmm. which uh, is unfortunate for them because yeah. they most certainly haven't. Um, and it went down exactly like I expected it to, yeah. which I think is one of the most rewarding things when watching a television show, yeah. is to truly understand the characters and what they would do in these situations, yeah. and then to see it play out that way. Yeah, and I felt like, so, and I don't know if I continue to be the biggest rube in the world, but I actually thought for a minute Jamie might die there. Yeah, I be- did too. Beca- but but then, ultimately, <laughs> I feel like what actually would have happened, like you said, like knowing what I know about these characters... Mm-hmm. Uh, the the middle path was Jamie just to like renounce his family and and ride north alone. And well, the scary thing, do it. the scary thing for me in that scene is that Cersei kind of had what she wanted. Yeah. in a child, right? Yeah. She she now has a a, yeah. a continuation of her line. Right. Uh, she has the the child that she cares about so deeply. Does she need Jamie? Like that mm. was the question that was going through my head. And that's the other thing I thought worked really well is that. I bought both sides of the story. I bought the serp- – like, I thought, like, well, shit. Maybe this is the first time you see this ferocious, terrifying zombie. Uh-huh. And, like, she's gripping her stomach. I'm like, okay. Well, this, in retrospect, makes a pregnancy thing make a lot of sense because right. 
what is Cersei's? You know, she's got good cheekbones and she loves her children. Mm -hmm. This might get through her thick fucking skull. So like it worked. (laughs) And then like I bought the double, the the double flip. Yeah. Like, oh, of course, of course, that's what she would do. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I I thought like, you know, we've been talking about D plus plot with like B minus execution. Mm -hmm. At the minimum, they got A minus in this episode of my book. Yeah. Like I loved all the conversations. I loved. I fucking the the reunion stuff was amazing. I mean, how? Oh, I mean, yeah. All <laughs> I I liked all the dialogue between Danny and John. Like I thought, felt like that felt like you know, it's like you know, personal uh, professional relationships are dangerous because if they go sure. bad. There's 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 huge stakes. So it's right. like they didn't jump right in bed and they like you know did the kind of coy thing and 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 uh, I, I felt like. There was enough there, but then when they finally jumped in bed, it's like, okay, now... And they're overlaying some, what could be bad news for this whole situation over the top of it, right? Yeah. That that John is the rightful heir, how will Danny react to that? Like, uh-huh. does he know he's banging his aunt? Like, uh-huh. how will he be with that? Now, and that's the thing, like, they're overlaying the whole thing, like, with... I, I don't know if they are aware of how creepy that is, where... <laughs> I think they are, yeah. It, I, I watched it, it after the Okay, the okay, thing, I and, didn't, and because said, yeah. I had such a hard time getting HBO Go to, to work. Oh. Like for ten fifteen huh. minutes, it was just crapping out and freezing up every five seconds, and I was weird. Yeah, I but but it finally did. So I I, I came right here. I didn't have time to, to get into the after stuff, but um, I I thought that was kind of a funny thing, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like, hey, you've been rooting for this. This we're gonna spell out that we're gonna get the family fucking tree out now. Yeah, the thing that I don't understand is they dropped the name Aegon Targaryen, right? Which Why? yeah. Yeah, Rhaegar already had a son called Aegon who got his brains beat in. So that was super confusing, and that might be just the double D's uh, signal to book readers that, hey, like, we're just simplifying shit, all right? (laughs) Uh Uh, We're like, you know, don't think too hard about the annulment and the fact that that really boned over Elia and, and therefore all of Dorne. Um, and that would yeah. have been like an, the insult of like you know, think of like how Lord Walter Frey reacted when someone broke off a betrothal. Mm-hmm. You're and and he wasn't even the fucking Lord Paramount. Of, yeah. He was just a vassal lord to the fucking uh, Tullys. So you're going to insult one of the great houses, the fucking the the principality of Dorne that's that's unbent, unbound, unbroken. Don't think any about that <laughs> shit. Just John's Aegon Targaryen, and he's fucking his aunt. Yeah, uh, kind of hot. No, it. I. I don't know. I'm curious to see how this wall play out in a year and a half. But right, uh, I, I don't know. This this episode did everything it needed to do. I thought, and like uh, it set it appropriately set the stage for the final season. And and yes, finally, fine. Like we didn't. I was. I was. I was wondering if if either Cersei or the Night King would die. Uh huh. But I felt like the way they 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 handled this with the army of the dead marching and then the Night King obliterating the wall with his newfound dragon. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know how much literal sense that makes, but thematically, the fact that he's got his magic ice dragon that's now going to destroy the magic ice wall. Sure, uh-huh. sure. Yeah, I don't know what that dragon shoots, but it clearly is powerful enough to take down the wall i do wonder like um what's your reaction for Littlefinger getting getting got i thought it was awesome yeah like it, I, the way that they turned that around like i i thought oh my god sansa you are the dumbest person alive falling into this again and it turns I out i it. i was the dumbest person alive. i didn't buy it the whole time i'm like nope no nope, <laughs> no fucking way no fucking way yeah. 
And when she, I thought it was too transparent, but and, you're and, right. I should have seen it. And then when, like, I felt like the way um, Aiden played the whole thing, where he like just like like yeah. he, 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 <laughs> he was shit getting, himself. he was getting his smug on, and then like whoa whoa wait where's the next rung? I'm yep. out of rungs. Oh shit! He's kind of like doing that wily e. coyote thing where he's running on air, <laughs> right? Um, and just he just. There was co- black comedy and like his yeah. going to Jan Royce and being like, "I'm the Lord, Lord Protector of the I, I demand." And he's like, uh, n- "No, no, no, not happening." And then him falling on his knees, like I, yep. I thought that shit was good. The only thing, um, I because you know all this season, I'm wondering when is Sansa going to drop the Lone Wolf, yeah, thing because that could be the the, the brilliance of that piece of, of the marketing was as you got further in the season, it could mean so many different things. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was like, as he was bleeding out there, and and her and Bran and Arya were all together. I thought that she would like spit it at him as some kind of final curse. But mm-hmm. the way it came out, the fact that they mirrored like John and Sansa on the parapets of Winterfell, and yeah, I liked that. It was super fitting the way that Littlefinger went out too. I mean, he's cut across the throat with the very knife that he put to Ned's throat. It's, I mean, she's. She's taking his voice from him, which is the weapon he his yeah. only weapon. Like yeah. it's so satisfying on so many levels. I was just like, yes. It felt, it felt like Saruman got th- getting thrown from the the the, the tower. Um, I suppose so. Sure. <laughs> Come on, you've seen that movie. I've seen the movie. But don't big time me on I Lord don't, of the Rings. You <laughs> I don't watched remember them all. any of it. Um. I yeah. I I I thought like Danny arriving was. I mean, we got a taste of it when she greeted John, but she turned it up yeah. to eleven. She had the Unsullied come up there, and then the the Dothraki running, screaming through the ranks, and the Unsullied just sitting mm-hmm. there like, "Yeah, fucking every day." And then the dragons <laughs> coming in, and I uh, pretty yeah, good stuff. no, it was clearly a display of power. Cersei's totally right about that. Um, but it, I feel like Cersei's right about a lot. Yeah. The the problem is she's also an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah, I'm worried actually that Cersei might have the proper military strategy here. It doesn't seem stupid. No, it doesn't. Um, it does not. I mean, the thing is, the only thing is, like, it only makes sense if you buy into like every, her particular life and her being in power is the most important thing. Yeah. If you don't believe uh, in those, then she's you know obviously being a shit and she's betraying the realm. I think somewhere but along I think the way she believes it, and it, yeah. it made all those actions believable. Mm-hmm. I like I like those little details, like Highburn, like getting a giant boner when he saw sees the zombie <laughs> right. for the first time. It was amazing. He's like back yeah, there, he picks up that hand. <laughs> yeah, like it. Yeah, it's it, it's so good. Um, I, yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, what did you? Tyrion Cersei was peak like me having PTSD about dealing with a fucking psychopath that I needed something from. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I thought that scene was really good, like especially when it's so funny too. The two Lannister brothers both dared Cersei to kill him, and yeah. they, she couldn't do it at either one. Yeah, she's really pretty impotent with when it comes to the mountain and killing people. Yeah, I've only seen him ever kill one person. I that's think and why it was the Sparrow. That's why I thought Jamie might die. Yeah. Like, oh, they're going to do this twice, huh? But I, Guess think so. it, I think it worked. Eventually, they have to go through with it, right? We have to see the Hound. Like, uh, they, they ruined our Clegane Bowl here. Well, like, they got up in our face you, and they you, talked wait, about you it. Wait, you, you got to... Clegane Bowl, Clegane Bowl, Clegane yeah, Bowl. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I mean, a little louder. There we go. We got the full effect. Um, yeah. You, you ruined my Clegane Bowl joke. I've had that. I've, I've been saving that for the end. <laughs> and you fucking jumped the goddamn Clegane Bowl gun. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, God, like him, louder every time. Him standing there and saying, "You know who's gonna come and get you. You've yeah. always known to his fucking monster dead brother." Like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, I don't know when they're ever gonna fight. 
Um, but that was pretty good. That was pretty good. It was so good to see Pod back with Tyrion and Brienne back with Jamie Isn't and they? the Hound back with Brienne and Braun back with yeah, Tyrion and, yeah, and Braun with Pod. Like and, and Brienne putting it, Jamie oh, man, back. In his, yeah, it was it was so good. I yeah. mean, like I said, we it, it's going to be it's it's going to be a long podcast this week, people. I like, bet breaking down these ninety minute things of stuff that's like pure joy to see. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean. I I don't I I think that as long as season six is is very even in quality that we'll see the last two episodes as being kind of like the bumps on the road to get to where we're going mm-hmm. and I think I mean I kind of feel like the gauntlet's been thrown back in George's feet like okay fucker do better mm-hmm. because it was it was rough driving over your fucking map. Like you, you, you made a fucking Mario Maker map that you that, that was unbeatable, <laughs> and we had to do a couple cheats. Now I want to see you beat it, now, fucker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 pretty funny. Yeah, so uh, the the Euron stuff was interesting. Um, yeah, I did fall for that. I definitely fell for that because yeah. I'm like, huh? They're gonna keep Euron around to fight for another day, or is he gonna try? Is he gonna be? Because it seems totally within his character yeah. to just fuck off. You yeah. know, it's I, gonna be fun because I think Ren, Kim Renfro is gonna come back on for either this uh, week's spoiler podcast or the review, the the wrap up one. Because um, I remember oh, off the air because I know that she had, she had read all the spoilers, hmm. and I'm like, okay, I don't want to know anything, Kim. But is there going to be enough gas as far as like theorizing and stuff from the what's to come that you we think it, it would make sense to have you back on? And she goes, "Yes." <laughs> and yeah, there's there. It's going to be fun to kind of evaluate some of these like kind of longstanding theories to see like kind of what's left. Um, did they bring the the actor to play Viserys back to play Rhaegar? I felt it like looked that, like it which, a lot like it. I didn't like because I still have uh, memories of him being a fucking douchebag. Yeah, no, I he looked so much like him. If it's not him, that yeah. it was distracting. For yeah, well. it's like I, I'm like I I was not buying the Leanna Rhaegar either one of them. I ne- I never thought Leanna looked particularly like my mind's eye would picture her either. But hmm. okay, um, it's just like kind of like like Danny and John. I think they're great. Yeah, like they fucking they fucking look like people you would ship. Uh, no one, no. If like if this show was about that Leanna and that Rhaegar, there would not be people on a message board saying, "Oh boy, can't wait for them to fuck." <laughs> they're uh, just like they're Westeros fives, man. What's going on? Yep. What's going on? Um, there's, I, yeah. there's so much stuff happened this episode. I mean, there's you can't get the, it all. The Theon stuff, which oh, I also shit. thought was awesome. That's the fucking thing. Okay, you thought it was awesome. Good. Yeah. Because that's the scene that I thought was a the, little the bit of horseshit. kicks shit. to the dick. Theon's <laughs> magic <laughs> power is that he yeah. doesn't have balls to kick. Yeah, man. What? They're like a fucking adrenaline switch for it's him so, to get... Well within his character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like he's essentially Bobby Hill. Have you seen the... the, the uh, I... I think I remember this episode that? of Bobby Hill where his, his dad drops him off like the YMCA to take a boxing class. He's getting bullied and he accidentally gets sent up for like a woman's anti mugging class oh, where they right. teach him to kick the assailant in the balls and scream, I don't know you, let go of my uh-huh. purse. And he, he slays all the bullies at the school doing that. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I, I don't. I don't know about that plot line, Jim. I don't know. That I might thought be it was the A minus execution or an F plot. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I liked it and I thought. I mean, I like it from the standpoint of Theon finally standing up for him, his damn self, but, and not even himself. It's for his sister. But here's the thing: they've always portrayed Theon as a pretty, like, 
I think they they made a mistake of of, of playing Theon as an incompetent warrior. Because mm. he was raised by the same man of arms as all the Stark boys and all the Stark yeah. boys that, that are not like don't have the use of their legs mm-hmm. kick ass. Um and we saw Theon is very competent in the first season. He's a good shot at the arrow, he was decent with the sword. Like I was thinking like that they might remember that and he would just kick the dude's ass. Like it would be a tough fight, but uh-huh. he would do he would do well because he's he's a he's a Stark, damn it. John himself said as much. Well, they remembered that he doesn't have balls anymore. <laughs> I, I imagine I getting kicked to any kind of injury that severe would probably be devastating. I would think as so. Well. Plus, yeah. I've heard I've heard from women saying that getting kicked in the pubic mound I, does not feel no, good. I can't imagine it would. No, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think so. Um, <laughs> and then uh, kicked in the clit. If you've been kicked in the clit and it was a positive experience, write us at Game of Thrones at baldmove dot com. We kind of talked. Theon doesn't the... have the clit, but. No, no. He just has a giant scar and right. ure- some kind of grisly urethra assembly. That <laughs> yeah, I'd... can't feel good to be kicked. Probably not. Uh, maybe maybe they did like uh, Jamie's hand and they put a, <laughs> a gilded gold, cock and balls cock. down there. Yeah. Sure, sure. Guy broke his knee on it. Uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, we kind of talked about the wall. I mean, that's the biggest, you know, obviously biggest development of the whole yeah. season of the whole show at this point. Yeah. The wall comes down. It's... It's fucked up because uh, now, do you think the dragon's going to stay with the army of the marching dead? I I assume so, but because here's the thing: that dragon is. We, I, I think we know that it's fragile. Like yeah. this is like what's been revealed in the last week is that these dragons are glass cannons. Mm-hmm. We thought that they're invincible kind of dreadnoughts, but they're not. They they are very fragile for both sides. Now, it's I guess it's an open question. Whether the Night King even needs his dragon at this point, yeah, because he's got his unbeatable army of the dead. That I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you do because this is a game of chicken. You've both got weapons that can. I mean, this is, is this what a world war would look like with nukes, where like you've got both sides that have them, but no one's crazy enough to use it because if you do that, it's all over. I mean, I definitely still feel like Danny has the advantage over him. Cause, How? Because she has two dragons. Okay. So, so she flanking maneuvers, suicide. all kind of things. Yeah. Like, like two fighters in the air probably have good chance of beating one. But surely, it's not just the Night King that can throw it. But I guess that's that's an open question. Maybe just the Night King can throw a goddamn spear. <laughs> I don't know. And kill a dragon. I don't, I don't know. know. But, the other but, guys are just reloaders. Yeah, they just carry the uh-huh. weapons. Uh-huh. But I mean, like. Once he loses that dragon, if he loses that dragon, yeah, there's not a lot that mm. that the army of the dead can do against the humans. I feel like that's kind well, that's, of his but, trump card, right? But if if the dragons are dead, all of the dragons, yeah. and I don't know how the humans defeat. Yeah. I mean, I, it seems like it would be a grisly battle, but maybe if you have enough obsidian, but how would they arm everyone with that much obsidian? They don't have time. I don't know. I don't. I don't know either. I don't know either. I guess we'll see in a year and a half, and it'll be interesting to see, because because Jamie was the last good advisor she had, mm-hmm. and I'm just imagining this like fucking Phantom of uh, of the Opera style Cersei, who's just in her darkened throne room, like caressing her swollen belly and just being fucking paranoid and evil, and what that's going to be like when they yeah. come back for her. Um, Speaking of which, that scene where Jamie rides away yeah. and it starts snowing, yeah. that was a 
beautiful sure haunting was. scene. It sure was. Because you know what that snow means. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't snow in King's Landing, as far not, as I understand, not right? Like like super bad winter, sure, but like it seems like it's going to be. And that's the thing. Like, it's always been my impression that the problem with the Night King is if you don't stop him, he he continues to march and go south, and uh, he brings winter. And it's like always been my understanding that like an unchecked long night would lead to the the planetos or whatever they call their version of Earth. Would mm-hmm. just freeze, like just be a frozen, frozen snowball. Yeah, including the oceans, including all that stuff. Now, I, 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 I don't know because it seems like there's a lot of people asserting like, oh, we can just go to islands and everything be fine. And in, in, um, and mm. researching that thing we did for the podcast pack, yeah, um, I, it did seem like there was hints in the world of ice and fire that Essos did better than Westeros after the long night because their civilizations, yeah. The, the old Gissian or Giscari and uh, Valerian empires um, were were going strong at the time where in Westeros they were still picking up the pieces. Mm-hmm. So um, it maybe maybe I've always been wrong and like this is just a Westerosi threat and and we're talking about everyone dying there and their other planet. I mean it it it'd probably be shittier, but could the, could, the, could the Night King get over there? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Might never find out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know what else. Uh, what, I don't know what else we want to talk about. Uh, I, not much until Tuesday. I imagine here's the thing. I, I, and I because I feel like if if you had a gun to my head, I'd say the majority of the fandom is probably going to feel how we feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. I I also think there's going to be a lot of people that they they got they got lost along the last episode or two, and this isn't going to be enough for them. And I'm 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 curious to be like kind of hmm. percentage wise like how many fans are going to fall in that like nope there's no fucking way this is fruits of the poisonous poison tree yeah. uh, and even if it's cool and spectacle it still doesn't wipe away all the other bullshit we went through then why are you still watching well because if nothing's going to wipe away the bullshit then the rest of it's bullshit and you don't need to see it there is such a thing so. as hate watching and there's also like uh-huh. I, I you know because a, a person a, a person tuning in like even if they checked out they're like well I'm going to at least give it to finale to see mm-hmm. because maybe they can. And they went in there, una- like, you know, cause some people just not willing to be convinced. And some people, like, I just honestly think the show, they, they just, like, were less willing to put up with the, the bullshit to get to, to the end episode like this. But I'm curious to see what the rest of the fan base thinks. That's fine. I mean, if, if a bunch of people check out Game of Thrones, will survive. HBO will survive. And we will get yeah. a it is probably a, awesome It final is a season. bummer because I, that's the thing is I, I will always go back. And, yes, this, maybe we look back at these two two episodes as being bumpy. But... It does feel like that history will also show that these two episodes are maybe needlessly bumpy. Hmm. They they didn't have to be as bumpy as that. Although yeah. I I think that uh, and I'm also curious to see what people thought about the Arya and Sansa because I thought that I mean everybody was bitching and whining about that. This essentially I think they 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 didn't do the Arya gut wound. No, they did certainly didn't. Like because yeah. people are saying that last week, right? Yeah. Like if you mm-hmm. think that they're going to make this be cool, then you are just like the people that said, "Oh, there's something to this Arya gut wound," and it's all you're going to see, you're going to see, and you, we all t- end up like, "No, that's just something we had to accept as bullshit." I thought this plot, uh, you know, I, I believed Arya getting her guts not stabbed out. Yeah, no, if if they had, I feel like they would have been. <laughs> the very thing that they were creating if they had done that again, you know, like Sansa falling for Littlefinger's tricks again, they would have been the double D's doing another gut stab mm-hmm. on Arya. Well, they didn't do about, that. They learned Sansa their said, lesson. Like, I, I, I'm a slow learner, I admit. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's a, that was a great Sansa line. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, now the question I guess I have for you that we can maybe discuss in the main podcast is when did you think that 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 this that they came up with this plan? Because I don't think it was any time before. Like I think Arya was legit playing the game of faces with Sansa, mm-hmm. and she liked the answers. She liked the whatever vibe she got from her. Yeah, I, I think when she goes to Littlefinger, she sends Brienne away. Uh-huh. Um, after Littlefinger requests it, essentially, uh-huh. I think she's playing the game there. Right, I she think, knows what she's so doing. I think both of them are playing the game, but not knowing the other one hmm. was was true blue. Like Sansa's, like I'm sending Brienne away. That's essentially my protection from you. Uh-huh. And then Arya came in and said, "I could kill you right now, but I'm not going to." And then, the, 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 and I guess this could be frustrating, but I just fully believe that there was a scene in between here that we weren't yeah. privy to because. Mm-hmm. Hello, storytelling. Mm-hmm. That they're just like, hey, we're going to fu- we're going to get this little finger guy and we're going to fuck him. Yeah. So For and sure. Brand, I, you know, it, it is uncomfortable that essentially this brand is like a total like uh, fucking Boston um, or, or Salem witch hunt. Yeah, I'm deeply uncomfortable convicting people on brands uh, on, advice on psychic yeah. birdmen. Yeah. Okay. And like, I felt like that Sam showed the proper like skepticism. Like, okay, yeah, crazy boy. Sure. Yeah. How did you? How did the fires tell you that? No, is a, a raven. Mm-hmm. Um, but it works in the universe. The secular Aaron was like, are we really going to convict someone to death on the testimony of a psychic child? Yeah. Yeah, they totally are. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a good thing that we know that Bran can actually see into the past. The little finger did actually betray Ned. We know all this stuff is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you're right. And also, it wasn't just his testimony. It was Sansa's too, but she also, like, it's like (laughs) politically charged and self-serving and psychic testimony for children, all valid in the North. I mean, <laughs> it works. So, yeah. It works because it, it it it's true. Yeah. But man, what a horrifying system of justice! Right. I would not want to fall. I would not want to fall afoul of that system of justice. Nope. All right. Um. So that's it. I think. It is. Uh, send us your f- feedback at Game of Thrones at baldmove dot com. Uh, run the feedback gauntlet. Uh, there's also forums dot com if you'd like to discuss stuff. I'm so happy to be done with the like trying to protect myself from spoilers and leaks. Oh, I yeah, really yeah. hope. I really hope that season eight they can they can nail that down because it really. I mean, as you guys probably tell, it's not like I had a, a lack of emails to read, but there was a lot less spoilers and speculate, a lot less speculation we could go on to. This this is a finale, man. We're open to all the speculation. Now, Send it all. Speculation in. is now back on the table, boys. Oh and I, man. And I. And this other thing, I guess, I want to talk to the main cast is like, what does HBO to do? Because what's happening is not only do you have these production leaks, but people are just piecing stuff together by camping out on these mountain ranges and be like, oh, yeah, there's Gendry, so I guess Gendry's coming back. And uh, here's jo- I mean, like, it's, it's shooting fish in a barrel, and how are they going to do it? Dragons. They need dragons. They need, they need patrol dragons. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. Good luck, HBO. I hope you do it because it really – it's more fun when we don't know. Yeah, uh, but we will be back on Tuesday with the full podcast. Uh, real quick before we go, I wanted to tell people about the pod pack, which you mentioned earlier. Oh, I thought we were going to uh, drop that mid-episode, but, but nope, take it away. Nope, I'm doing it all right here. This is for club members. This is for everybody. Uh, I got together with a group of about 10 of some really good uh, Game of Thrones podcasts over the last few weeks, and I put together something that I'm calling the Game of Thrones pod pack. The really good podcasters. They're, they're really good. It's yeah. a really good club, we call them. You know, I... I, I the RGC... We call up. We got. We have. They have. Red, we have red hotlines. You weren't all. supposed to tell people about the RGC, <laughs> man. Really good casters. Uh, uh-huh. No, we we all got together. We we each produced a uh, special episode, if you will, of all of our podcasts. Um, so there are ten in total, and uh, right now it's up on Indiegogo. 
Uh, the link for it is igg.me slash at slash got that rewind 15 seconds there's a button on your phone can we make a custom <laughs> url for that we can next week okay uh, but okay. for now if you want to go check it out it's a charity project so all uh 50 of the proceeds go to the aclu and 30 percent go to the podcasters uh who participated other than us 10 percent goes to us because we have to do all the hosting of the files and shit and then 10% goes to the greedy, greedy Amazon and all the people taking the money. Apparently, they have to pay for it, too. Damn, yeah, I, that's what they say. <laughs> I don't know if I buy that. But, yeah, it's uh, Game of Thrones Pod Pack. One more time, the link is igg.me slash at slash GOT Pod Pack. Do you have, like, do you have a list of topics that were discussed? Uh, I don't have, like, the list of topics from everyone, but... Let's tease ours. Yeah, Our, ours. We we both went and independently, like, Jim Jim cracked open some Game of Thrones books, uh, independently researched topics of, wiki. of interest. Like, I did a an essay on the doom of Valeria and Valerian uh, culture in general. Yeah. And you... It was interesting. I did the Religions you. of Westeros. Religions and, of Westeros. And discussed kind of four of the big ones and how they how they pertain to the story. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know. I thought it was super interesting. Um, there yeah, are a lot I, of them I, doing other fun stuff. I so. can't wait to see what the other people came up with. Cause I haven't yeah. heard, I, I haven't heard any of them yet. Yeah. Um, check it out. I think it's pretty cool and it's, it's good for everybody. The podcasters and charity. Mm-hmm. And finally, and real quick, cause I, I want to get this out as quick as we can. Um, you can always support bald move by going to the club, the club.baldmove.com. Uh, that per that, that keeps the lights on and the bits flowing here at the bald move studio. And it's it's really the only way we're able to give the the depth and breadth of the coverage. The fact that we get three podcasts out a week, uh, as well as all the other stuff we do, and there's a lot of uh, incentives to join the club. There's a lot of special uh, audio and video and uh, social media engagement type features that you can use. And if so, if you like if you like listening to me and Jim, you think we're funny, you think we're insightful. We got a whole bunch more of that at club.baldmove.com. You can check it out for, and test drive the features, and also you get a free 30 day trial when you sign up. Club.baldmove.com. Thanks for your support. Uh, And that's it. We will be back Tuesday. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you then. See ya.